Uh, Rooster Muzz says, Brandy, are those uh, so-called injury spotters also doctors? I, I don't know, Rooster Muzz. I'm, I'm not sure. It's the first time I'd, I didn't know they had two other people in the bunker looking at uh, screens along with the independent doctor. Uh, Brandy said 19 HAAs, 14 by club doctors. How many of those were forwards? Not sure. On the text line, the Edgewater Homes text line, not sure exactly. There wasn't a breakdown of what positions they were. Um, Make your own rules at any time. Fitness, Michelle Bishop for any time. Fitness is back on the line. G'day, Michelle. Uh, no, she's not. Yeah. Well, she's there. Good morning, guys. I'm here. I'm ah, here. Yeah. Bit of a technical drama, sorry. Good. Oh, I wasn't Michelle. on the treadmill. Good morning um, again, guys. Good morning again. Okay, what's your, what's your, what's your first story? Guys, I caught up with Cody Walker yesterday, talked to about a number of things, including uh, the development, I guess, of Lockie Ilias and just how well he's doing in the halves there. Um, Cody Brilliant. wrapped him. But I thought in the lead-up to uh, their match against the Panthers, I wanted to get his take on the whole blow-up between Jerome Luai and Jamin Salmon. So a lot of people are saying it's time for Ivan Cleary to kind of pull Jerome Luai uh, in for a bit of a friendly chat to say, you know, you need to tone it down, you're a little bit out of control. But um, I, I was really keen to hear what he had to say as a footballer. But for mine, guys, it was two passionate footy players, fresh from 80 minutes of footy, slugging their guts out uh, and obviously not coming up with the win. And it was back-to-back losses for them. Here's Cody's response to, to the whole ordeal. You find that in every teams or most clubs that, you know, if someone's not doing their job, if you let it go, you've probably got more issues going on at that club. And one of the things as a, as a half five eight, you know, you need your players to be doing the job. And I just think it was probably not the right place to be doing it. But again, emotions and all that sort of stuff after a game are, are in that particular moment. I'm all for it because it's at the end of the day, they're, they're both showing that. You know, they want to win and I suppose Jerome needs him to be, be better, I suppose. And um, if you're not having those conversations well, and you're letting that sort of stuff slide, well, um, there's obviously more issues in, in your club than, than not. I think there he's hit the nail Cody on the head. Walker. I yeah, think he's well, hit the nail on the head. Guys, I, sorry, I the nail Brandy, on the head I don't want to hit last week. Yeah, I just want to say to you, though, that fans complain, well, they'll complain next week about, um, you know, the players from opposition sides shaking hands, having photos and smiling after a loss. So I think we have to remember, again, they're not machines. They're going with the flow. And as um, Cody's pointed out, they're high on emotion. And if that's where it happened, that's where it happened. They are supposed to be grown men, aren't they? Uh, and, and when you look at the situation of the game, too, and, and you talk about emotion and... and because it was frantic at the end of that game, and Penrith mm. were trying to score a try. They were behind, um, and they were trying to square up. And when it doesn't work, well, that can be frustrating. So if someone isn't where they were supposed to be, um, you got to tell them. You, you've got to, you've got to have. You know, it's got to be spoken about. And although it's not a regular occurrence, Michelle, that you know you see two players out the field, it, it does happen, and it happens with all the clubs, and especially with all the playmakers. You know when. When you're desperate to score a try to try and win the game and something just doesn't work, well, you've got to have it out. So, um, you know, I, I don't think Jerome needs to do anything different. No. Mm. I reckon Joey might have given a few players a bit of a rev up over the years and he's an immortal of the oh, game. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Joey, well, that, been, he didn't get the ball when I he wanted everyone, it. I think everyone, all playmakers at some stage would have had words with someone that wasn't mm. getting their assignment right. There you go, from players that have been there, done that. Now, uh, Michelle, FIFA set to drop Saudi Arabia as the major sponsor of the Women's World Cup. Um, yes. Hello? 
what, well, what, they've certainly on, didn't we just have a World Cup in <laughs> Qatar? Yeah, well, there anyway. you go. They've certainly sniffed the breeze on this one, read the room if you like. So we've had a stack of high-profile stars from actually right around the world, not just Australia and New Zealand. They've voiced their concern over this controversial sponsorship. Uh, it's Saudi tourism. They're about to commit uh, to a deal with FIFA, which obviously would see branding front and centre, all venues right across uh, all activations. Uh, the Americans have even had something to say. Uh, Alex Morgan, their star, labelled the deal as bizarre and just downright disappointing. Uh, 2017, guys, uh, there was a ban on Saudi women attending football matches and they've only had their first Women's National League. It was created in 2020. So they're way behind the eight ball with absolutely everything to do with uh, principles, the whole lot to do with the sport and to have uh, you know themselves splashed around the world uh, with such an iconic event was just crazy. We had former soccerer Craig Foster slamming it, saying that for FITA to accept this money, it's simply undoing all the good work done by the Australian Human Rights Commission and the the others are similar organisations around the world. So they got to hard this to one in time, I think. Well, it's hard to argue with it, it and you know. But you're right, Fossey. We've, we've just come off a, a World Cup in Qatar, <laughs> where we were it's shut nice down from saying anything. Nice uh, to hear Michelle, the you're being heard. You're on deck next hour at uh, for Anytime Fitness. No matter who you are or what your goals, we'll speak then. We will talk soon. It is seven minutes to eight. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on 11.70am here in Sydney. Vossie and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from six till nine. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.